Hello, 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 everyone. I am coming to you today from Indianapolis, Indiana, and this is our inaugural uh, Sausage and Lemons podcast. It's an introductory uh, podcast that I'm just taking the time to create uh, to share with you the idea of what Sausage and Lemons is all about. In the world that we're living in, first of all, I want to welcome you to this podcast, okay? I want to say hello, hello, hello to everybody wherever you are. I want to thank you for joining in and listening and let me share a little bit about myself. My name is Sybil, Sybil Satterfield to be exact, and I am the creator of something called the Antipiphany Bath and Body Care Line. I am the owner at Sybil Brand Affairs and a whole lot of other things that I could say, but for the purpose of this podcast, I am the creator of something called Sausage and Lemons, and that came out of a, a group healing and building effort um, that we are calling the three, I'm sorry, 741 Empire. That's a whole nother story. You're going to hear a lot about 741 uh, as time goes by. But that's just a little, ba- a little bit about me. Um, and so for the sake of introducing Sausage and Lemons, Sausage and Lemons, I have to tell you about 741. Uh, the 741 Empire is an idea that was sparked out of a story in the Bible about Queen Esther and how she had seven women who were grooming her to be the queen. Uh, this has uh, come down to a place where in the process of looking for ways to heal myself and to heal others, uh, we kind of got the idea, I got the idea that maybe we should try seven women for one man. It is going to be the start of a trend, I promise you, especially with the idea of uh, polygamy and polyandry uh, roaming freely in the world, especially with the idea of the exodus that's about to happen coming to fruition. Uh, The purpose of this particular uh, building effort right now is um, with healing, spiritual, emotional, and with the idea of building our way out of this matrix. The topic that we're going to discuss today as we express the idea of what Sausage and Lemons and 741 is about is the idea of team building. And what I have had happen in this experience is that um, the, what will we call it? The um, idea of team building is something that I have wrapped my mind around a long time ago. Uh, the idea of planning um, is something that I wrapped my mind around a long time ago as a young person. And I'll just share right here in the moment that I am a life path number 22, a master builder. Um, which for some people distills down to the number four. But the uh, thing to get out of that is that this process, this effort after building is something that I have been working at for a long time. Uh, A few years ago, I was working to bring together some of the local crafters in the city to begin uh, uh, group buying efforts Uh, for those who are 
uh, crafters who need ingredients like salt and clay and oils. Uh, Indianapolis is the hub of America. It's a crossroads and there are a lot of warehousing uh, facilities around and there are several large chemical companies around. And these are places where we could get our ingredients as crafters if we had a minimum threshold that we could meet to be able to walk in the door and say, hey, we want 5,000 pounds of clay. We want 4,000 pounds of clay. Um, They would sell it to us, provided that we had a place to store it. So as I talk with women and ask, you know, hey, is this something you're interested in? They would usually say yes. And then the effort would fall off after we try to organize, after we seriously take the step to organize. More recently, I've had the situation where uh, women were glad to come and they were glad to socialize for brunch or whatever. But when it came down to the idea of actually building, uh, the effort will fall off. After that, I went for a more organic effort after building that just brought people into a space and said, hey, you know there's something you want to do. You know there's something we're supposed to do. Let's get all of us together in a room and let's figure out what it is and let it unfold organically as we each do the thing that we believe we've been called to do. That kind of fizzled out. So one day in a random place at a random time, I met a young man. And uh, long story short, um, he became the linchpin or the impetus for the 741s. He agreed with me to participate in an effort after building that would bring seven goddesses to him that would help him heal himself spiritually as well as to help him build himself in the material sense. There was one caveat, maybe two, okay? And that is you're not dating and you're not having sex with any of these women. You have to treat them all equally. You have to treat them all responsibly as sisters. And so to that end, he agreed. And when the ladies came, they stuck and they stayed. They stuck and they stayed. And I was very highly impressed. Um... And after we started, you know, just kind of putting it out there that, hey, there are women here, um, some other people started trusting us to send men to us. And the men have come. And right now, as of our last meeting, we had 18 men and women, and it was uh, pretty, uh, pretty much equally distributed, half and half male and female, in the room. And we just talked about uh, some of the things that uh, we want to be able to work on as it relates to our expression of our sexuality with the opposite sex and to be productive and intentional and not harmful in those expressions. In the the process of doing this, um, the uh, most amazing energies have come into this experience and... Um, I can consider myself nothing but blessed to be attached to these people. The universe loves me. The universe loves me. The universe loves us. I am so, so, so grateful for these people. And in the coming days, um, as this podcast uh, picks up traction, you're going to meet some of the key players in this experience. 
I am asking you to make sure you share this podcast because this is a paradigm that can be taken and built on by anyone, anywhere once you see the light in what it does and in how it works. The idea of team building is something that we want to discuss from the perspective of what you can expect and what our experience has been so far. In this posi- in this position, we have one man who's very handsome, very attractive, very well built, who has been introduced to some of the most beautiful women you might expect to meet. And the idea that the beauty of them all is an attractive feature or an attracting feature is really part of the goal. That's part of the goal. That's part of the goal. Part of the goal. Uh, to make these people, to, you know, pick people at the onset who are very attractive. The idea of having seven women juxtaposed against one man creates nuances, but in the regular scheme of building uh, teams, we have what's called forming. And we believe we have formed a team, a basic team, that is panning out to be the consistence, the core group. Forming uh, in the as it relates to team building, uh, when you're talking about grown-up adults who have the freedom to come and go and do as they please, has to be very intentional. For the sake of this experience, we're looking for people who are what we call conscious, and there are different levels of consciousness or wokeness, but we're also looking for people who are wanting to express that consciousness or that wokeness in a very intentional way. There are a lot of people in the world who are what we will call fake woke, okay? They wear the beads, they smell like patchouli, they say ashe and grand rising, but they're still on hmm, some stuff where it's like, yeah, they're not quite here yet. Uh, as for myself, I promise you, it's only been within the last three years. The last two, if I had to nail it down more specifically, that this uh, journey of awakening has really gotten deep, thick, and real for me. And so I understand that it's a journey. I'm going deeper into it. And I am inviting people to come along. I believe that a part of my expertise in this journey is to help people who are coming out of the uh, church tradition, the Judeo-Christian Protestant tradition, to be able to connect the dots between what they might have been or should have been taught or were taught in church and what is happening now when you talk about things like altars and candles and oils and incense, stones, those things are all in the Bible. But that's another whole podcast, another whole podcast. What we're talking about when we're talking about team building is forming and getting that core group together. Being intentional means that it's not just your best friend. It's not just people that you think have some degree of um, notoriety who can attract people to your cause. It's a matter of being intentional to say that we believe this person is going to take this to its natural conclusion. It's going to follow through on this. In the process of forming a team, you also have something called storming. When you talk about working with women, we all are aware of the idea or the scenario or the stereotype of the caddy woman. That holds true 
that holds true, that holds true in most any circumstance. In this particular situation, when you're talking about uh, seven women and one man, the man can be viewed as a limited resource. And so, uh, especially if he's highly attractive, highly, um, how would I say, desirable, um, because there are things that go into desirability that go way beyond attractiveness. And so the idea of being able to get a group of seven women to coalesce and to bond in the face of having uh, something dangled in their face uh, called a man is uh, tricky. It's really tricky. So one of the things you have to manage in the course of this particular type of arrangement is communication. And one of the things I help the king to understand is that your communication with these women is purposeful, balanced, and unbiased. You communicate with them in team chat. We pick some team chat applications, uh, platforms to communicate on. But... The goal is to, as much as possible, keep him out of the inbox of one or two because there invariably will be one or two people that he is attracted to more than the others and he might be interested in doing some shady stuff. We'll just leave it right there. And we're not going to suggest that that has been anything near the case with this experience that we're having with the 741 Empire. The idea of... um, this uh, scenario being a perfect storm is completely true. And I promise you, when you're listening to my podcast, probably at least once in every podcast, you will hear a siren go by, okay? Because I am not in the studio. I am at the house, okay? At any rate, the idea of um, competition or storming is real, So the idea of being prepared for how to deal with that is just as real. In this particular scenario, like I said, we've been saying, hey, please communicate in team chat. Everybody should have the understanding on the front end that our conversations with individuals should happen in team chat. Um, We have the grand rising goddess scenario. If that if there are 15 women in on the team, then the 15 women should get grand rising goddesses at the same time. When you have the idea of a king uh, beginning to develop special relationships with different women, then you will surely invite the idea of competition. And that's not to say that there may not be some attraction, but The idea that we've all agreed to a term or to terms for how this is supposed to happen should be the thing that keeps us on track. That should be the thing that keeps us on track. And so from the perspective of, you know, the attraction um, factor, if a team member, a goddess, finds, you know, she's having a man... Uh, King coming into her inbox and his conversation is very generic, not geared towards building or healing, then she's on the alert already that guess what? You're giving me some attention. You're not giving the rest of the women. And if she is on board with the agreement that she made, then she should put him in check and let him know, hey, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. 
And I'll go on and explain later how the real dynamics of 741 works. The next stage of team building is called, let's see, we did forming, storming, norming. Okay, well, we settle down into really who are our key players, who are our go-to people, who are the people who are the support team, and all those kinds of things. Everybody has found their place, so to speak, on the wall, and now we can really go through the process of building. As it relates to this experience, we are just about to go into the... um, norming form or or phase of this because we're saying, hey, we have to uh, delay inviting new people into this experience until we get to the point where we have established a core team and we have established some things that will allow us to not have to start over new again every week. So we are at the point of norming. After norming comes performing. I expect in the next few weeks uh, we will be able to actually uh, roll out some things that we can execute and say, yes, we did that. We performed that. We did that darn thing. We did it, did it, did it. We are going to get this thing done in a way that nobody has, has done it before. When we um, have upsets, Uh, We have to figure out how to handle those. We have to know what our response is in team building when you talk about healing. Because there is a movement out here today where women are claiming to be able to heal men with their vaginas. Okay. I did a, a live stream in Facebook in a group that I'm in the other day. I believe it was yesterday. And I was sharing a scenario where I would use my vagina as a tool for healing. If a man came to me and decided that, you know, he wanted to take advantage of my magical healing properties, he'd have to give me at least three reasons why he should be allowed to have sex with me, okay? At least three reasons. And they would have to be related to my having his baby, Okay. Now we're not talking about a physical baby because I am way past the age of being able to have children. But the vagina, the womb, is a place where you inseminate, you incubate, and then you evacuate. Okay. So I just made up this silly scenario where I said, okay, if you want to plant dark seed, then you can do that. And I'm going to transmute that and turn it into light. And I'm going to have your light baby. Something like that, right? Something that sounds woke if you don't know any better. But if you know better, you know that um, while I do believe there is a thing called sexual healing, it's not something that any woman can perform with any Joe Schmo. Uh, it's, it's, It's a very specific thing. As for the idea of um, working through the process of creating a conscious community that says, yes, we are all free agents. We are all able to date and love and interact with whoever we want to. We want to put some boundaries around this and say sex is not one of the modes of healing that we use. 
And even as far as any of that goes, attraction, we're asking you to put all of that on hold for one year because this experience is a one-year experience. And if you're beyond the age of 24, 25, 26 years old, you know that a year goes by just like that. See if I can get my snap right. Yes, a year goes by just like that. And so delaying your gratification, delaying, you know, uh, delving into what it might look like to explore interest that you might have in someone that you're attracted to is one of the things that can help us change the, 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 the track record that most of us have in failed and broken relationships and as well in the brokenness that we experience in ourselves. Because healing is a self-healing process that can be facilitated and, uh, and supported by others. But the main thing here is that you have to be ready to do it. You have to be ready to say, okay, if this is everything that I believe that has contributed to my brokenness, let me stop. Just let me stop. Let me not do that thing. Let me, if I don't do something different yet, let me stop having sex. I've been free enough to have sex all my life, but right now, at this point in my life, I'm going to be free enough to not have it. I'm going to be free enough to say, I want to search out a different path to wholeness, to happiness, to my well-being. In this process, I have been working with a young man, and um, on a particular day, he and I were in the kitchen. He was making himself something to eat. He was making a breakfast sandwich that had like a turkey kielbasa type of sausage, and I was giving him instructions on how to make his sandwich because he had never made this type of sandwich before. And so I said, take that length of sausage and cut it in half. Then take that piece, one piece, and slice it down the middle to open it up in half. And when he was about to make the sausage, I told him, you got too much meat. Suffice it to say, I can't speak for him, but I know for myself, I was at a point where my libido was flying high. My libido has been doing some stuff for a minute. After that, I was making myself some hot lemonade and I'm standing there squeezing this lemon and I'm listening to him talk and all I could hear was the juiciness of the lemon and it was like, you know, just slurpy sounding. When he stopped talking, I said, listen, and I squeezed the lemon so he could hear what I was hearing. We both got the picture. We both got the picture that, you know, yeah, the sound of this lemon, if for no other reason than the fact that we both were just, you know, on a libido high or on a, or on a libido trip, I'll call it. It sounded very, you know, seductive. And as I processed the idea of his sausage and my lemon, it was a perfect analogy for how we seemingly view each other as men and women. We view men as a piece of meat, truth be told. While we as women think they're looking at at us as a piece of meat, I promise you, there are too many women I know who look at a man as a piece of meat or who look at men as pieces of meat. At the same time, I don't think there's any shortage of men who might not look at a woman and could uh, compare us or her to a lemon. You know, we're just a little bit bitter and acid. 
we're just a little bit, you know, tart and tangy. And if we don't take care of ourselves right, hey, we might just be built like a lemon, okay? But so this podcast is going to look at some of the differences uh, and the analogous um, comparisons that we can make uh, between sausage and men and women and lemons or just, you know, the dichotomy of the feminine and the masculine uh, expression. I want to thank you for sticking with me to this point. Excuse me. For sticking with me to this point and listening to this uh, one-woman podcast today. Uh, In the future, look forward to some other things to come and some guests to come and members of this whole 741 empire as we speak our thoughts, our minds, speak our peace on the idea of the feminine and the masculine dynamic. We are here in Indianapolis. Um, We are here healing. We are here uh, building. And we invite you on any given Sunday to come and meet us. Except this Sunday. Because for the next couple of Sundays, we're going to be putting our core group together. But after we get our core group together, I promise you, we will share the address of where we meet, what times we meet, and how we are going to just include everybody in this awesome, awesome, awesome healing and building exercise. It's going to be awesome, I promise you. And it's not just about you're getting a Reiki session. It's not just about you're getting a massage. It's not just about you're getting an ionic foot soak. It's not just about you getting a tarot card reading or a numerology reading. Did I mention those are all the services that you can get in this circle of people? This is what I'm talking about. We're talking about serious, serious, serious building. Oh, did I mention you could get an epiphany bath sprinkles? Until you have soaked in a tub with antipiphany bath sprinkles, you have not bathed. You have not lived, okay? You can, uh, right now, for the sake of, you know, just making contact, just type, uh, 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 click on any of the links that are associated with this podcast to find me, to find uh, anybody else who will eventually be linked to this podcast. I want to invite you to invite someone to the next podcast. If you found this podcast to be of any value and interest to you, I promise you it's only going to get more exciting. It's only going to get more interesting. It's only going to get better. And so I just want to say in conclusion, as I wrap this up, thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening. And I want to invite, I especially want to thank um, the 741 Empire crew. I'll call us a crew right now. Um, The ladies who have consented to be a part, the kings who have come, the King Naeem who is the linchpin for this thing happening. Um, We're working through some things right now and we want to make sure that everything that's supposed to happen for all of us is supposed to happen. In the meantime, we're going to figure out 
how often this podcast is going to be broadcast, okay? Whether it's going to be weekly, once a week, whether it's going to be, I don't know, once a month, daily, once, I don't know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We haven't figured a lot of things out yet. And so uh, there's a lot of input that anyone could put into what we're doing. Uh, Again, my name is Sybil Satterfield. I am the owner at Sybil Brand Affairs. I am also the creator of the Antipiphany Natural Bath and Body Care line. It is a food-based, earth-based bath and body care line that is everything from your crown to your soul. Uh, We take care of the body inside and out. I am also an oracle. I am a healer. I am an interpreter of dreams. I do see visions. And I am a friend of man. I ask you to stay tuned, or to await, I should say, our next podcast. And join us again um, for another exciting episode of Sausage and Lemons. Yes. I think I did that right. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. We will see you next time.